When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, I'll say it. Which came first, a chicken or an egg? And what will disappear first? Well, let's imagine it will be an egg. At some point, all the chicken eggs on the planet disappear just like that. Humanity will lose the omelet and delicious pastries. But the worst thing is that the chickens will lose the ability to reproduce. They will disappear from the face of the earth forever. And this is an absolute tragedy, because chickens are one of the most fantastic birds in the world. And people will realize this as soon as they lose them. So let's start. The eggs have disappeared. The morning on the farms began with chicken screams. It seems the birds have gone mad. They crow and cackle nonstop. Farmers don't know what's going on. They launch soporific gas into the chicken coops to calm the birds. When they fall asleep, people check what's wrong with them and discover that all the eggs have disappeared. And this is happening all over the world. The shares of chicken enterprises are collapsing. The bakery stops working because baking without eggs is not so delicious. And then serious problems begin. Billions of chickens wake up and find that their eggs are gone. Their offspring are gone. The chickens are terrified. They think people stole it from them. Birds get angry, attack farmers, and escape from coops. People don't take any measures since they don't want to harm the birds. They shouldn't be stressed. Let them throw out all the emotions. Perhaps those are the last chickens on Earth, so humanity lets them enjoy their freedom. In addition, all coops are now useless. It's not profitable to keep chickens there. But they don't need freedom. They need eggs. Chickens cover the fields like a giant blanket. They run past forests and clearings. It seems that this is the dream of any wolf. But as soon as this beast appears on the horizon, the chickens immediately attack it. Wolf packs can't withstand millions of chickens, so they retreat. Then the chickens come to the cities. Scientists are trying to solve the problem of missing eggs. They want to clone chickens. And until they do, people are forbidden to catch them. All the streets belong to these birds. The car's horns and police sirens mix with the loud clucking of chickens. The metropolis turns into a huge coop. Billions of feathers fly in the air. These birds peck trees, wheels on cars, ruin shops, and tear packages with grain. People are hiding in houses. Chickens flood every building in the city. Worldwide news talks about the chaos that the chickens have created. But then they calm down. The chickens forget that they have lost their offspring. They're not angry anymore. Now, they're quietly walking the streets. People come out of hiding and start living with chickens in peace and harmony. Meanwhile, the prices of the remaining eggs in stores are increasing hundreds of times. Now, you need to pay at least $1,000 to eat an omelet. But of course, it doesn't last long. After two months, all the eggs get spoiled. Sooner or later, the world loses the omelet. Croissants, cakes, buns, donuts, and other pastries lose their great taste. Cooks can't bake delicious food without egg yolk. Dishes lose their tenderness, splendor, and shape. Some cooks replace chicken eggs with goose and quail eggs. 
but it's much more challenging to get them than chicken eggs. Prices are rising every day. People don't buy croissants with coffee anymore. Many bakeries are losing profits. People learn to live without egg yolk. But then, everyone forgets about it. Chickens live side-by-side with city residents. There are fewer and fewer birds left. They grow old, but new ones aren't born. And at this moment, everyone begins to realize that these cute birds can disappear from the face of the earth forever. There will be no more morning crowing. No more cute little yellow chickens. There will be no more coops and feathers. Almost the entire population of the planet becomes vegetarian to support chickens mentally. People didn't realize how much they loved these birds. Humanity is watching with tears the last years of the oldest chickens. Farmers are in a severe depression. They remember how they went to the coop every morning and collected eggs. Now they can find nothing but cobwebs and straw. People in cities make chicken tattoos and draw graffiti with birds on the walls. Sculptors create beautiful statues of chickens. People clean chickens' feathers, feed them the best grains, and create fake golden eggs to reduce their stress levels. The most fabulous directors make movies about chickens. They spend hundreds of millions of dollars to develop computer models of talking birds. Musicians and beatmakers record chicken sounds and create unique songs. Every person considers it their duty to take care of a chicken. They live with birds as pets, walk with them, take selfies, and record videos. Now the chickens are absolute superstars. Of course, pigeons, crows, sparrows, and other birds don't like this. They don't get enough food and attention from people. Birds fly away from megacities. Now, only running chickens remain on the streets. But unfortunately, they can't live forever. Chickens are getting old. They don't move as fast as they used to. They develop illnesses and injuries. The best veterinarians are fighting for the life of every bird. They perform complex operations and install prostheses to cure sick chickens. Billionaires invest a lot of money to prolong the life of these animals. They use the most advanced technologies in genetic engineering and cybernetics. And now, the first cyborg chickens appear. They have metal beaks, laser-red eyes, polyurethane claws, and wings made of ultralight carbon steel. Scientists try to connect to the bird brain's neurons to find out what the chicken is thinking about. A special program simulates the brain waves and turns them into sound. People hear their thoughts, but they don't think about anything except co co co. Chickens turned into mechanized machines, but their brains are still organic. By this time, scientists have created chicken clones. They are as natural as real birds, but they can't lay eggs. Fewer and fewer chickens walk the streets every day. There are thousands, then hundreds, then only dozens of them. Finally, there are only two chickens left. They go off into the sunset. People are watching their last journey. They mourn and weep with grief. The birds are moving away and disappearing into the horizon. People will remember this day forever. The final day of the last chickens. In this sad time, Scientists have found a way out. They have uncovered the chicken DNA gene, which means they can create these birds anew. Biologists are building the oldest DNA genome, the genome from which the evolution of chickens began. Scientists put all the genetic information inside an artificial egg and wait. And finally, the moment of truth has come. Cracks appear on the egg. 
the little chicken comes out of the shell in its original evolutionary form. And this is a little Tyrannosaurus. It turns out that this dinosaur is the ancestor of the modern chicken. T-Rex has a similar body shape. It moves like a chicken. Over millions of years of evolution, the ancient lizard has shrunk in size. They lost their scales and grew feathers. Then they got a beak instead of toothy jaws. Scientists are growing a Tyrannosaurus. It's getting bigger and bigger every month. People create huge farms to keep the dinosaurs there. Lizards begin to multiply. People don't know how to control them. Some giant reptiles escape from farms and wreak havoc in cities. In theory, a Tyrannosaurus takes tens of millions of years to turn into a chicken again. No one is ready to wait that long. Everyone wants the chickens back as soon as possible. Fortunately, scientists managed to speed up the process. Decades pass, Tyrannosaurs are shrinking in size. Accelerated evolution turns them into birds. And finally, people get those chickens that they lost. They're laying eggs again. Harmony and happiness have returned to the world. But then, pigs started disappearing, and with it, bacon. Breakfast was broken once again. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side. Let's see if you have already figured out the hidden secrets of these things. The little arrow besides the gas pump symbol on your dashboard. This might sound pretty obvious, but it's there to tell you which side your gas tank is on. No more taking hours to remember it. The answer is right in front of you. The winter season equals a lot of hot chocolate and beautiful coats. They say people dress better in winter. I certainly agree. When it gets chilly out there, I take out my warmest clothes. Have you ever wondered what the half belt on your favorite winter coat means? Nowadays, it's just there for an aesthetic function. But they were originally used to gather the extra cloth of jackets that doubled up as blankets. The belt was literally used to turn a blanket back into a jacket. Now, there's nothing more annoying than wearing your beautiful wool sweater and itching yourself through it. To keep this from happening again, here's the secret. Turn your sweater inside out and soak it in cold water. Add 2 to 3 tablespoons of vinegar and let it sit for some time. Drain the water. Now, while the sweater is still wet, massage a generous amount of hair conditioner into the wool fibers. After letting it soak in the hair conditioner for about 30 minutes, Gently press the excess water out of the wool and leave it to dry flat on a towel. There you go. No more itchy sweater. It's Friday night and you have a couple of friends over for hamburger night. You take out that delicious Heinz ketchup to make it even yummier when the patty is done. Oops, the ketchup seems stuck. No matter how hard you punch the bottle, it won't come out. Your friend notices you and gives you a brilliant tip. Check out the 57 marking on your ketchup bottle. Not the one in the logo, that doesn't mean anything. But the one marked on the bottle indicates the best spot to squeeze to get your sauce out. It's Ketchupalooza, everyone! Women in men's shirts have buttons on different sides. If that ever confused you, here's the explanation. Shirt manufacturers back in the 13th century started to place women's buttons on the left side. Actually, buttons were a sign of wealth. Most people tied their clothes with strips of cloth. 
However, wealthier women had other people to dress them, such as chambermaids. Buttons on the left side made it easier for women to be dressed by other women. This style traveled through time, and manufacturers continue to do it until today. If you see cloudy ice on your drink, I would throw the whole thing out if I were you. Imagine you took a trip to your local pizza place. As you arrive, your mouth is watering just to think of the free soda refill you'll get. Mm-mm. While waiting for your pizza, you go to the soda machine. First things first, you fill your cup with ice to the rim. You notice the ice is a bit more cloudy than usual. Why is that, you think? Should you throw it all out and pour the soda in anyway? Depending on how you freeze your ice, it freezes from the outside in. The first thing to freeze is the cleanest water. Minerals and impurities get pushed toward the middle of the cube, making the ice cloudy. In this case, go for the clear ice cubes. Clear ice means it's only water. You're less likely to have any troubles there. It will taste better, and it will last longer, keeping your drink colder for more time. The air stuck inside the cube will evaporate, and impurities melt sooner than the actual water, leaving you with tiny cubes of ice. In case you need good news, commercial ice machines tend to make clear ice cubes. Hey, enjoy all you can drink! Keyboards weren't always organized the way they are today. The first keyboards were made for typewriters. And remember typewriters? Anybody? Hmm. They were organized in alphabetical order. The A was right beside the B and the C and so on. So why is the system we know and have today called QWERTY? Well, originally, if you type the keys too fast, the metal arms holding the letters would jam. The solution was to spread out commonly used letter pairs like ST. And the top row ended up with the letters QWERTY, which allowed typists to actually type faster with far fewer jams, still used today. If you grew up off-roading, you're probably used to seeing jerry cans around. They're super important when the gas in your tank is running out and you are hundreds of miles from the nearest gas station. They can carry up to 5 gallons of fuel. But have you ever wondered why jerry cans have three different handles? This particular feature was designed thinking about how heavy carrying fuel can get. If you're alone, use the middle handle. It will distribute the weight better. But if you have an extra pair of hands, you can grab a handle on either side and carry it around. And would also mean that you're a mutant. Let's give them another hand. The little pocket inside women's underwear is not really a pocket. It's called a panty gusset. It consists of an extra fabric that is sewn in for hygienic purposes. But most manufacturers don't want to spend that extra buck sewing both ends of the fabric. So it turned into a pocket. And that's all I have to say about that. Meanwhile, did you ever check the inside of a soda cap? The glass bottle caps come with a special feature, a clear plastic liner. And no, they were not invented only to hand out prizes and reward codes. These plastic liners serve the purpose of keeping your drink fizzy. They're responsible for keeping the carbon dioxide inside the bottle. Way to go, whoever thought of that. I love me some fizzy drinks. Now, if you're ever in the need of pot scrubbers, try this. Whenever you buy oranges at the supermarket, don't throw their mesh bag away. Keep it and make your own pot scrubber. You just need to tie it up and it's ready. It'll work great on your dishes and clean those dirty pots and pans. Now, say you're out in public and need to use the restroom. Do you know which way those paper seat covers should go? 
most of us place them backward because I think this subject never came up at school. But they are actually made to go toward the front. This way, it prevents the cover from dragging along all those germs. Don't throw empty glass bottles away. Keep the ones with longer handles to water your plants. You just need to fill them with water and put them upside down into a planter. Push it gently into the soil and leave it there. The water will transfer into the pot as the soil becomes dry. Suitable for everyone who keeps forgetting to water their houseplants. Another pro indoor gardening tip. To keep the water from leaking at the bottom of your plants, use a coffee filter. Place it in the bottom of your pot before adding the dirt and the plant. The filter will keep water from spilling out of the pot. Bread tie color guide. Try memorizing this before your next trip to the supermarket. Now, maybe you've noticed before, but bread bags carry little tags with different colors. Each tag color indicates the day of the week the bread was made. This helps store owners and consumers know how fresh the bread they're buying is. Monday is blue, Tuesday is green, Thursday is red, Friday is white, and Saturday is yellow. Sunday? Well, the baker needs a day off. Can you resist the power of bubble wrap? Most people are highly seduced by bubble wrap, making it impossible to stay around it for long periods. But did you know that bubble wrap was not invented initially to wrap things? A team of engineers and an inventor were trying to develop a textured wallpaper. They tried sealing two shower curtains together to capture air bubbles and give the wallpaper a raised surface. But the public didn't buy that idea. It wasn't until years later that they understood that bubble wrap was a perfect packaging material. Can we have a round of applause for this timeless invention? Or better yet, some bubble wrap pops? That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side. A well-trained thief can break into your car in just a matter of seconds. Well, listen up. Because I'm exposing some car burglar secrets. Technology in cars is getting more advanced. You might think that carjackers are also using super advanced tech or gadgets to keep up with the flow. Well, mostly no. Old tricks still cover the majority of thefts. Experts say many drivers fail to take the simplest precautions. 43% of people don't check the door handle to make sure their car is locked before walking away. So, tip number one, lock your car, and then check again if it's locked or not. Here is a new generation trick. Apparently, sometimes all you need to steal a car is a plastic bottle. Here's the thing. Thieves walk in a parking lot, they lay their eyes on a car, they put an empty plastic bottle over the tire on the passenger side. The driver starts the engine, and the car begins moving. Ah, what's that crinkling sound? They get out of the car to check it out and bend down to see what's going on there. And then the thief comes and either steals the car or grabs the driver's valuables. The driver's biggest mistake in this case is to leave the car running. Rule number three is kind of related to these incidents. Don't leave your car running, like ever. Police warn that leaving your car keys in your car at a gas station, even while you're pumping gas, is an open check for thieves. They can simply hop in your car and go. I mean, it might seem like a great idea to warm your car up while waiting at home instead of staying outside in the cold, but this makes your car a target. Don't leave the car run you dash into a store either. Plus, in at least 30 states, it's not legal to leave a car running and unattended in a store parking lot. 
Now, this may seem obvious, but don't ever leave something valuable in the car, even some change in the cup holder. You'd be amazed at how little it takes to attract a car thief. It's like, is that a... Yep, I'm a go for it. Now, more advanced solutions are also available. Some gadgets lock your steering wheel so that the car can't be driven. I mean, these devices probably won't stop thieves, but they will slow them down or at least make them second-guess themselves. Okay, now, here's something called Vehicle Identification Number. This number is unique to every car and its owner. Plus, it's public info. You can engrave your VIN on every window. This way, your car will become less valuable on the black market for its parts. No thief wants to drive a car that can be easily identified as stolen. Plus, changing the car windows costs a lot, so they won't want to deal with it. Now this one is my fave, using a kill switch. Thieves dislike those very much. This switch cuts the flow of electricity to the ignition switch or battery and disables the fuel pump. A hidden switch can prevent thieves from actually stealing your car even if they've already broken into it. The joke's on you, thief! Now close that door. Many new models come with a kill switch installed, and older versions can easily get one. Now meet Steve Fuller. He's a former car thief. He got convicted six times for stealing cars. But hundreds, yes, you heard me right, hundreds of other times, he got away with it. He left the dark side, though. Now he tries to make up for the things he did. So he agreed to tell the world the secrets only car thieves know. He confirmed that car thieves do not like kill switches. If they're well hidden, such switches may take some time to deactivate. Carjackers can't risk wasting too much time on one car, so they will move on to the next vehicle. Did you know that you might have an extra key in your car? Some cars have valet keys stashed inside the owner's manual or in the toolkit in the trunk. If that's true about your car, take the key out. If you know where it is, thieves will know too. You think you have a perfect hiding spot for your spare key, huh? Well, car thieves know where to look. Some people hide their extra keys under the bumper or beneath the floor mat. Thieves routinely check those places as well. Fuller says, glove compartments, center consoles, doors, change trays, you name it, it's there. I found keys in all those places. More surprisingly, he admitted that after scoping out vehicles, he'd found the key in 90% of the cars he had stolen. Some more interesting information comes from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. They found out that between 2016 and 2018, nearly 230,000 vehicles had been taken because the vehicle's fob had been left inside. Now, speaking of keys, car burglars can open cars by intercepting the signal from their keyless entry system. Yet only just 5% of vehicles hide their fobs in an RFID wallet that can protect them from getting the signal intercepted. Now, imagine you come home and park your car in front of your house. You put the car keys on the car hanger near the entrance door. Bam! In the morning, you may not find your car where you parked it the night before. Many people believe that putting their keys anywhere at home is safe. Unfortunately, this is not enough. Car burglars can use devices to get the signals from keys and unlock devices remotely. The solution is to keep your car keys far away from the entrance door, in a place where thieves can't pick up a signal. Use technology to protect your car. 
Alarms with motion sensors are a no-no for thieves. A GPS tracking device can also be of use. In the worst-case scenario, it'll help police find your vehicle. Car alarms are also a real turnoff for thieves, so invest in a good car alarm. The last line of defense regarding devices is a dash cam with a surveillance mode. All dash cams are designed to record your drive, but some models also allow you to monitor your car when you're not around. You might think that leaving the windows cracked open to let the car fill with fresh air can't do any harm. Nope, that little bit is enough for a thief to slide his fast fingers or tools inside. First the window, then the door. Fuller says a car with a slightly open window equals finding an unlocked vehicle. There are nice things about living alone, but finding an unsettling message outside your home isn't one of them. On a snowy winter evening, a woman left her house to take out some trash. She noticed that someone had written 1F on the snow-covered trash can lid. Apparently, this is a short version of one female. Someone had been watching her long enough to know she lived alone. Her car could have been an easy target. So, experts suggest you take a quick look around every time you leave home. Another trick carjackers use involves cheese. Imagine walking to your car and spotting melted cheese on your engine hood. Is it some kind of a prank? You begin to clean it away, but it takes ages. Meanwhile, someone might be watching you from a distance, waiting for the right time. They're likely to jump into your car and drive away while you're busy dealing with the cheese. Fuller says car thieves don't really like going to open and visible places, like in front of houses or in driveways. Dark and empty locations, such as apartment buildings, carports, and underground parking garages, appeal to them much more. He says he liked those places because they were very quiet. He could always hear it when someone was approaching. So, tip number 14, park your car in crowded areas. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side. Let's head to the Middle East. There's a large desert here, and it's completely dark, except for one spot. It's a big circle that glows with a bright orange light. The Darvaza Crater. And it's just a giant gas burner. Years ago, geologists found gas here and they started mining for it. But when they excavated, they came across a void underground. The void collapsed, and it formed a crater. It's as wide as half a soccer field, and as deep as a five-story building. Gas began to come out of the cracks in the crater, and since animals were often grazing near this place, the geologists decided to set these gas streams on fire to exhaust the source. Geologists thought the fire would be over in a day or two, but if you come here now, you'll see this gateway to the underworld is still burning, and it's been going on for almost 50 years. In 2013, a man descended to the bottom of the burning crater for the first time. He collected many different samples there, and scientists were able to find bacteria that aren't found anywhere else on Earth. They're quite comfortable at the bottom of this endless burning frying pan. In 2009, a man in L'Aquila, Italy, saw flickering lights dancing above the stone street. He immediately knew what to do and moved his family to a safer place. Only seconds later, 
a massive 8.3 magnitude earthquake hit the whole region. His knowledge of the strange lights saved his and his family's lives. So what are those mysterious warnings? For centuries, people interpreted the lights as something otherworldly. The scientific community didn't take them seriously, just put them down to a false recollection, a mind trick, or pure imagination. With the introduction of surveillance cameras and smartphones, the amount of evidence grew enormously. Now the connection was obvious. Lights appear and an earthquake hits. So experts finally started taking it seriously and started digging for the truth. But after years of research, to this day, geologists are still not fully sure what the source of the lights is, but they have recognized five types of them. Bright flashes that light up the sky, looking like storm lightning or a strong camera flash. Rays in the sky that can look like light columns. Different sized flames that come through the ground. Diffused glows over the mountains. And slow moving balls of light that can be misinterpreted as ball lightning. Another equally little understood atmospheric phenomenon, these are literal balls of lightning that can float and explode, leaving a sulfuric odor behind. But unlike ball lightning, these spherical EQLs seem to be harmless, if you don't count what's coming afterward. But with all these types of lights, experts can't know how exactly they're connected to earthquakes. They don't only show up before one hits. Some have been reported during and after earthquakes, they can also appear with other phenomena, like meteorite crashes, volcanic eruptions, or auroras. For now, scientists can only come up with theories to explain the unexplainable. One of the recent ones claimed the lights were electric lines being broken during an earthquake. But this theory doesn't explain how the phenomenon was observed hundreds or even thousands of years ago. Like the ancient Chinese tale of dragon-looking clouds appearing in the sky as a warning of an upcoming quake. Or how an ancient Roman historian reported huge flame-like lights bursting out just before a huge earthquake occurred. The electric line theory was quickly dismissed. Another theory suggested it was escaping gas. During an earthquake, the underground rocks expand and shrink under pressure and heat. This opens and closes small spaces between them. Different gases make their way through these new openings. Radon, for example, can get released during seismic activity. It can ionize the air, making it electrically charged. But radon doesn't do it enough to create bright sparks of light. This theory is close, but doesn't quite hit the mark. One of the most accepted theories is that it might be from electricity traveling up from underground. When underground igneous rocks, ones that form from magma deep within the Earth, are under stress, they release ionized, or electrically charged, oxygen. It travels through the surface and up into the atmosphere, where it creates a localized electric field. That can produce brief flashes of visible light. Some aren't even that quick and can go on for minutes at a time. So there you are. You've been driving for hours through the night. You didn't have any chance to sleep, so your mind is hanging by a thread you stop the car and go out to stretch your limbs. And then you look up into the sky and see a beautiful sunrise. Whoa, wait, there are three suns in the sky. You rub your eyes, but nope, there are still three bright stars in the sky. 
No, our home star hasn't been torn into three pieces, nor has it been visited by two other stars. This is called a sun dog. It occurs mostly during severe frosts. Small ice crystals in the sky bend the light. As a result, you may see three bright spots in the sky instead of just one. This phenomenon is officially called a halo. Usually, it's just a circle around the sun. You can even see a halo at night, too. Just look at a street lamp, and you'll see a bright circle around it. Sometimes, a halo can take on a fancier shape. If there's a lot of ice in the air, the light is warped even more. Just like in a room with a dozen mirrors. Then, the halo can take on the shape of a human eye. Because of this phenomenon, a false dawn can occur, too. While you're looking at the horizon, the dawn begins, and the edge of the sun appears. A little bit more, and wait, the sun starts to just dissolve in the sky. After a few moments, it's dark again. And only a minute later, the real sun shows its face. It was the same light curvature effect you saw before with the three suns. Only now, the light is curved vertically, not horizontally. And instead of the real sun, its reflection in ice crystals in the sky appeared. And now moving on. This cloud looks like a dinosaur, and this one looks like a cat. And this, whoa, it looks like these clouds are falling down. Oh, phew, that's just a mammatus cloud. Their shape really makes them look like chunks of cloud about to slam on the ground. Well, that's not going to happen, but you better start seeking cover anyway. Such clouds are a sign of a severe thunderstorm coming. It takes a lot of moist air with ice crystals at the top and dry air at the bottom to create such clouds. Then, vertical currents of air appear between these layers. And these currents make the clouds take the shape of a human brain. <laughs> and this giant cloud looks like a dome that's going to cover an entire city. In fact, that's exactly what happens. A huge cloud covers a large area and then rains heavily on it. Sometimes, the front of such a cloud takes a bizarre shape, like in these pictures. It looks more like several giant spaghetti clouds, or even giant cloud worms. This phenomenon can often be seen in Australia, and it's called morning glory. It happens because a strong wind twists part of the cloud on both sides, and then the huge sheet of air dough splits into thick strips. And sometimes, you can see clouds in the sky made of birds. Wow, that cloud moves quickly and changes shape. It becomes more transparent, but then denser and darker again. The birds seem to be involved in some kind of dance or performance. But they're not doing it for beauty or for the crowds of spectators gathered below. They're doing it for protection. When birds group themselves into such a cloud, they intimidate birds of prey. An eagle or hawk would have a hard time picking out a single target among the endless number of birds. And they move quickly, covering each other. Fish are huddled together in schools in the same way. Such a cloud might just spook a hungry predator. Grab some sunglasses and you're good to go. This phenomenon lasts around 40 minutes. These clouds are the same ones that can cause a spooky ring around the moon at night sometimes. Nature sends early signs of disasters in many different ways. J-shaped trees might mean there's a landslide coming. Since the ground is moving slowly, the trees grow into this super selfieable shape. 
Try to find a flat area and avoid going near any trees unless you have superhuman strength. Another mystical phenomenon can be seen in the desert, a sand waterfall. When the wind brings a lot of sand to the edge of the canyon, it begins to fall down. Now amplify this effect 100 times and you get a sand waterfall in Saudi Arabia. It's really like Niagara Falls, only there's not a drop of water. The locals say this phenomenon warns of an impending sandstorm. Quiz time. All right, everyone, this one is for the sports fans. Let's pick your brain and see if you got what it takes. Keep track of your answers, and in the end, we'll see if you can call yourself a sports expert. We'll start off easy this time. Does anyone know who this person is? A. Cristiano Ronaldo B. Jadon Sancho C. Zao Felix Time's up! The answer is Cristiano Ronaldo. Here's another easy one. It's just part of the warm-up. Who is this athlete? A. Frank Ribery B. Arjun Robin C. Kingsley Komen The answer is Kingsley Komen. This one is for real football fans, or soccer if that's what they call it where you're from. A. Pele B. Dennis Bergkamp C. Frank DeBoer And the answer is... Dennis Bergkamp Which striker is this? A. Luis Suarez B. Robert Lewandowski C. Karim Benzema It's Luis Suarez. Did you know that? Which boxer is this? A. Mike Tyson B. Floyd Mayweather C. Muhammad Ali You guessed it, that's Muhammad Ali. Can you guess the name of this tennis player? A. Rafael Nadal B. Novak Djokovic C. Roger Federer Yep, the one and only Novak Djokovic. Which F1 racer is this? A. Daniel Ricciardo B. Max Verstappen C. Lewis Hamilton This speedster is Lewis Hamilton. Who is the man behind this iconic shot? A. LeBron James B. Michael Jordan C. Dwight Howard Yes, it's the one and only Michael Jordan. Can you guess who this is? A. Tom Brady B. Aaron Rodgers C. Rob Gronkowski 
That's right, it's Tom Brady. Hear that? That's the rapid count. Quick guesses for the football and soccer fans. Three, two, one, go. A. Messi. B. Angel Di Maria. A. Danny Alves. B. Marcelo. A. Erling Haaland. B. Kylian Mbappe. A. Mohamed Salah. B. Sadio Mane. Did you guess the answers correct? Messi, Danny Alves, Kylian Mbappe, Mohamed Salah. Do you know who this soccer player is? A. Becky Sauerbrunn. B. Megan Rapinoe. C. Mallory Pugh. It's the World Cup winner, Megan Rapinoe. Who is this basketball player? A. Kevin Durant. B. Stephen Curry. C. James Harden. Yep, Steph Curry. Which shot stopper is this? A. Marc Andre Terstegen. B. Thibaut Courtois. C. David De Gea. It's the Spaniard, David De Gea. Which Olympic gold medalist is this? A. Michael Phelps. B. Isabel Wirth. C. Jason Kenney. It's the Aquaman, Michael Phelps. Which defender is this? A. Virgil van Dijk. B. Thiago Silva. C. Sergio Ramos. It's the Brazilian legend, Thiago Silva. Which Sergio is this? A. Sergio Busquets. B. Sergio Romero. C. Sergio Aguero. It's FC Barcelona's one and only Sergio Busquets. Who is this tennis player? A. Venus Williams. B. Serena Williams. C. Valentina Carvalho. It's Venus Williams. Who is this golfer? A. Rory McIlroy. B. Phil Mickelson. C. Tiger Woods. It's Phil Mickelson. Who is this dunker? A. Shaquille O'Neal. B. Yao Ming. C. Sean Bradley. Yao Ming. Who is this UFC fighter? A. Conor McGregor. B. Nate Diaz. C. 
Habib Nurmagomedov. It's the unstoppable Habib Nurmagomedov. It's time to test your club knowledge. Which one has never played for Liverpool FC? A. Javier Mascherano B. Mario Balotelli C. Eden Hazard The answer is Eden Hazard. Who is still playing with Borussia Dortmund? A. Marco Royce B. Ilkay Gundogan C. Usman Dembele It's the loyal Marco Royce. Which Real Madrid legend is this? A. Raul Gonzalez B. Cristiano Ronaldo C. Iker Casillas The answer is, they all are. Which football coach is this? A. Pep Guardiola B. Jose Mourinho C. Carlo Ancelotti And the answer is Pep Guardiola. Who's this Olympic snowboard winner? A. Max Parrott B. Su Yiming C. Mark McMorris It's Mark McMorris sloping down those hills. Which NBA player doesn't play for the Houston Rockets? A. Anthony Lamb B. Josh Christopher C. Dwight Powell The answer is C. Dwight Powell. He plays in the same state but just a different city all the way with the Dallas Mavericks. Who is this WNBA star? A. Brianna Stewart B. Jewel Lloyd C. Candace Parker It's the one and only Jewel Lloyd from Seattle Storm. Which baseball player is this? A. Juan Soto B. Mike Trout C. Mookie Betts It's the powerful Mike Trout from the LA Angels. Who doesn't play for the LA Lakers? A. Dwight Howard B. Troy Brown C. LeBron James Troy Brown, he represents the Chicago Bulls. Rugby fans, this one's for you. Who is this guy in the picture? A. Antoine Dupont B. Hamish Watson C. Tag Furlong
It's Hamish Watson. Who is this cricket player? A. Virat Kohli. B. Rohit Sharma. C. KL Rahul. It's Virat Kohli. Can you guess this German football player? A. Serge Gnabry. B. Manuel Neuer. C. Leroy Sané. This is the unbeatable Manuel Neuer. Who is this gymnast? A. Simone Biles. B. Michaela Maroney. C. Carrie Strug. It's the amazing Michaela Maroney. Can you guess who this striker is? A. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. B. Karim Benzema. C. Maro Icardi. It's the charming Zlatan. No one can beat Zlatan but Zlatan. Who is this Olympic medalist? A. Bayat Foyce. B. Johan Clary. C. Matthias Mayer. It's Johan Clary. Did you know it? Who is this snooker player? A. Mark Allen. B. Ronnie O'Sullivan. C. John Higgins. It's the sharpshooter, Ronnie O'Sullivan. Who is the richest footballer here? A. Cristiano Ronaldo. B. Lionel Messi. C. Faik Bolkia. The wealthiest football player in the world currently is Faik Bolkia. His net worth is around $20 billion. He comes from the Royal Brunei family. Ice hockey fans, it's your time to shine. Who is this guy? A. Sidney Crosby. B. Connor McDavid. C. Patrick Kane. This ice sprinter is Sidney Crosby. Who is this skateboarding legend? A. Tony Hawk. B. Rodney Mullen. C. Tony Alva. It's Tony Hawk grinding on the rail. Gnarly. Which Brazilian football player is this? A. Ronaldinho. B. Ronaldo. C. Rivaldo. It's the ever-smiling Ronaldinho. Football trivia time. What does wearing the number one jersey mean in football or soccer? A. You're number one on the team. B. You're the best goal scorer. C. You're the goalkeeper.
The answer is, you're the goalkeeper. Who is this player wearing the iconic number seven jersey here? A. David Beckham. B. Raul Gonzalez. C. Cristiano Ronaldo. It's the famous Cristiano Ronaldo or CR7. What does the number 10 jersey represent? A. Box to box midfielder. B. Playmaker. C. Striker. The answer is a playmaker. Even though it's traditionally meant for playmakers, the most talented player on the field often rocks the number 10. Just look at Harry Kane. Who is this South Korean footballer? A. Lee Kang-in B. Chang Hee-chan C. Son Hee-young-min It's Tottenham's lovable Sonny. Which NBA legend is this? A. Larry Bird B. Allen Iverson C. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar It's the GOAT, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Which former NBA player decided to try golf? A. Charles Barkley B. Michael Jordan C. Dirk Nowitzki Michael Jordan was the one aiming for the hole-in-one. Which NBA player starred in a Hollywood movie? A. Derrick Rose B. James Harden C. LeBron James The answer is LeBron James shooting hoops with animated cartoon figures. Which former wrestler is flourishing in Hollywood? A. The Undertaker B. The Rock C. Rey Mysterio The Rock, or otherwise known as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Which NBA player is originally from Spain? A. Pau Gasol Saiz B. Manu Gano Billy C. Eduardo Najera The answer is Pau Gasol Saiz Which major league soccer club did this player sign for? A. LA Galaxy B. New York City FC C. Real Salt Lake City David Vea signed for the New York FC after playing for Atletico Madrid. What strange sport is this? A. Curling B. Bo Tao Chi C. Toe Wrestling
This strange sport is called curling, and it's even played in the Olympics. Which country plays this sport? A. The United Arab Emirates. B. Egypt. C. Japan. The answer is the United Arab Emirates. Falconry is an ancient sport dating back almost 2,000 years. And here comes the final bonus question to test your history skills. What ancient sport is this? A. Mesoamerican ball game. B. Su Chu. C. Javelin throw. This ancient sport is the Mesoamerican ball game, which has no official name. It was played in Latin America hundreds of years ago. So, what's your final score? Let me know in the comments below.